Hello and welcome to another Bertie Paul podcast. I am delighted to be uh, here with uh, Mikey Dahl. How are you doing? I'm very well, Paul. Thanks. Um, thank you for having me on. You're looking good. Good. I'm looking shattered. <laughs> You're doing the old, uh, the old lie that's told that the kids get easier as they get older. Things change as they get older, but it doesn't get easier. <laughs> I'm yeah, exactly. telling you that right now. You adapt, but that's uh, it's definitely not easier. I agree with that. You're uh... And then you start to look at the world back the way. I'm sure you're doing that just now. Where you're, you're looking at, oh, jeez, how did, how did my family? I mean, you are, you're the one of eight million kids, aren't you? How did you? <laughs> how did they look after you? And you, and you look back at it and you think, jeez, well, how did they do it? Like, Absolutely. I know. I know. I now know why I was such a tubby baby because uh, they just used to stick a bottle in my mouth to shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean... <laughs> My mum and dad, like, my mum and dad are kind of like you guys, like, my mum and dad moved away from Hamilton, or East Bride, they were in Blackwood, which is essentially London, like, it's miles away, really, but it's not really, but it is, uh, from, and you think back, like, jeez, like, they're just looking after you, you're, me, myself, me baby, like, you're doing the same in London, there's no, yeah. you don't have that cushion, it's crazy, isn't I it? know, I know. Good fun, no. Oh, it's great. Your man was on mute. We, 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 we had a, our first sort of uh, and Paul uh, Celtic quiz at the weekend and it was good fun. It's good layout, that, isn't it, the way it's done? Yeah. So we got like to see the man when he was on. Aye, um, come on, he made a wee cameo appearance. Holy goalie, <laughs> holy goalie ducked it. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the only reason I won because obviously I had to make the most of holy goalie not being there. I don't understand why he's. I'm still trying to get. The, I love this word correlation between being in a jacuzzi and not having any broadband. And I'm not too sure. <laughs> that sure. Does that work? Like, yeah, does that? Yeah. No, t- to be honest, I, yeah, I didn't think about it too much. I was trying to get the image of Paul in a jacuzzi out of my head. <laughs> but it did look like a fake. It did look like a fake. <laughs> and of course, then. I, it's basically a, or a uh, holy goalie sends a picture of him in a jacuzzi. Of course, straight away I send a picture of Amanda Holden in the oh, jacuzzi yeah. as well. She she, picked, she sent a picture saying whatever she was saying. Of course, straight away Rachel's over my shoulder. I don't, don't even know where she came from. I'm like, what are you doing? Look at Amanda Holden. I'm like, Ugh. so I uh, wasn't even worth it. That that that, that fake <laughs> laugh that I got. But yeah, holy goalie's. Uh, He's got a jacuzzi, but it's, the broadband's not that good, so he ducked, he ducked the quiz, he ducked the quiz. <laughs> and the night of Mikey Dahl won, or Danny yeah. Vanny, and Brian Bridges was nearly beaten by my two girls. Which, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's why he's not on tonight still. And it also, this, so we had the, we had the, we had that, so we had a great quiz, nine o'clock in the morning, and then, we start off and basically the, the discussion on the quiz, we have the quiz, we're only having the quiz, mum and dad are on, there's different people on it, it's really because we're all sort of bored and it was good fun, nine o'clock in the morning, a bit funny time but the fact was that all our little wishes at the end of the conversation came kind of true, didn't it? Like we were like, right, we don't want Duffy anywhere near the team, he I mean, was near the team, he was sort of like on the bus and all that but that was fine, uh, we wanted Sorrow. 
that was fine and we wanted two up front. Mm-hmm. And Turnbull, yeah, no. Turnbull to start. Yeah, no, general consensus was, yeah, well done, Neil Lennon. You know, probably a bit of a sigh of relief as well that he hadn't went and done some mad, you know, no one up front or McGregor, you know, left back and, and all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, there was a bit of relief as well. Yeah, I, 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 and again, I always find with football is you, you rewrite your own history in a period of like two hours. You can hear, and you hear commentators or you, hear, you listen to read people and stuff like that. They rewrite what, what they're feeling, but I'm always kind of, I, I know when I know I know when I see a good Celtic team. Like I've been alive for so many years. I'm not kidding myself on. You look at a team, you're like, right, that's fine. We're okay. So I was okay, right, fine. And then for the first 15 minutes of the game, I was like, yes, we've got this. Bagged and tagged. No yeah. doubt. No doubt in my mind. I was sitting back, I got off now TV, I just sat there, had everything done in the house, the place was going great. Kids were running about, I just sat back, Josh Lack, I said, Josh, didn't have to watch this, Celtic got this one. That's how yeah. confident I was. With yourself? Yeah, I mean. <sighs> Do you know what though? I, I think I think in the moment I was confident, but when I think about it now, was that really was that my heart really in my head? Because if you look at our results this season, any sort of meaningful game against a decent opposition, we you know we've been something has happened that is you know what I mean. It's just made us either lose the game or draw a game that we should have won whatever so yeah I mean I, I will be honest when it when it started I would say first 20 minutes I started to relax a bit but you know I think I did and you know my head was telling me look we are shockingly a good bit behind them so yeah that's the way yeah I was feeling confident after the first 20 minutes but I think overall if I'm being honest with myself I kind of expected us to lose which yeah isn't isn't ideal Right, so, so, okay, so I, I want to dispel myths, and you can argue with me. So, what, you, what you've got then, on the, on the pitch, you have got the best Celtic team we've got as a group, yeah? So, we've got yeah. that team on the pitch, and for 40 minutes of that half, they can't touch us. They are nowhere near us. They're playing good, organised football, ball seems to be moving quite well around even though that pitch was horrendous but apparently that's the pitches in Scotland so that's fine. The ball was moving well Griffiths and Ed, Edward were playing well but not that close to each other but they were moving goals and that guy, I don't know what his name Bollocks or whatever his name is, I don't know but he was running about sort of shielding but Davis looked tired Tavernier hadn't touched the ball Edward was pulling people different places so Golson didn't look very confident in himself. And Morelas and that Roof guy, Roof was playing, I don't even think Roof played up front, he was kind of playing back the way. Davis mm. was moving back the way. And, and the whole thing looked pretty simple to me. I was like, okay, we, we've got this. But, but what? So we are the best team in Scotland on that show in that 40 minutes, but what we don't have is we don't have any plan in place. So let's go back to the Thursday before. We beat Dundee United. We're sitting in the, the training room, so it's me and you, right? We'll just we'll kid on, we're glorified Celtic managers. I'll, 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 you, be, you be Neil Lennon, 
or you be whoever. So you you made a decision. You're going to play sorrow, right? Okay. So if yeah. you, if John John Kennedy says to Neil Lennon, when I used to be second command to Brendan Rogers, we used to talk about scenario planning. It's the scenario. What's the scenario? One player gets sent off. You're going to Ibrox. Rangers are 400 points ahead of us. You're going to Ibrox, Mikey, right? So what's going to happen? What, what usually happens these occasions? Yeah. Celtic are yeah. a, a raw deal or whatever with the referee. Okay? So Thursday morning, so who's your top three players are going to get sent off? Just, you, just think about it. From Yeah, from, from the team, yeah. Yeah, B- Beaton's going to be in there, of course. Soro's going to be in there because he's going to be in making tackles and then probably Lee Griffiths because he's mental. Okay, so then Lee Griffiths historically hasn't done anything really silly. He just scores goals and plays pretty well. But he tends to keep himself out of this sort of... So, so, so the other, only other physical person is Ayer. Ayer, yeah. Yeah. Um, Uruguayans not going to get sent off. Frimpon's not going to get sent off. Goalkeepers, I don't know, we don't really know. Uh, midfield, unless McGregor does something really stupid, he's not going to get sent off. Turnbull's not that type of character. And those, so basically, if you look at the betting slip on a Thursday, you can say, right, there's three players going to get sent off. Okay. Now, that's, that's planning, yeah. So, 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 62 minutes come in the game. Right, McGregor, Saved. I mean, I don't think the hyperbole of McGregor just drives me insane. McGregor says a phenomenal save, great save, right? It's a great save, yeah. McGregor, remember, McGregor, McGregor gets man the match, okay? So you're sitting in that sort of scenario. So you're sitting your coaches. So what do you say then? So if Sorrow gets, if Sorrow gets sent off, then he gets replaced by Brown, yeah? Mm-hmm. If Beaton gets sent off, he gets replaced by Brown or Duffy. He can't play Duffy because Duffy's inept. So you say, right, Scott, how are you doing? You're the captain. You're, you're that inspirational 10 year old captain. You've went through this. You've seen it before. Scott, can you play in Beaton or Ayer's role? Yes, you can. Okay, you've not played for a, a week. Since the cup final, I was said, why not you come on and play in that position? Get them ready to play it. And then you've got a basic, a structure. He comes on for Griffiths or he comes off for Turnbull who was disappearing in the game. He just, just disappeared. But you play the Brendan Rodgers two up front and keep him stressed and keep him thinking. And then you tell your two wingers, left back, right back, just to cut in a bit. Just don't go forward. It's just slid five. We've got midfield. The midfield is owned. Celtic are owning that midfield. Mm. Sorrow is a 22-year-old man. Just because he's got a yellow card doesn't mean he's got to leave the stadium. I mean, this is a misnomer. Like, players can play football with a yellow card. Yeah. Like, and also as well, Mike, is Celtic have got five substitutes. Five substitutes. Five substitutes is one of these things which... which which is still, it's still like a wow factor. It's like five substitutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I still can't get away with the fact that we've got substitutes that used to watch as a wee boy or a wee the teenager with the World Cups and the Euros. You think, geez, well, can you imagine what sort of movement we could have if we made five substitutes? And now, a Celtic Rangers game, we've got the ability to plan ahead and we've got five subs. She's just... 
just it's still blow, maybe I'm just silly. But does that no. sound more sensible to you than what we're gonna look at just now? Yeah, I mean of course it does. I'm again if if my head is if I listen to my head here, as much as you say we were contru- completely controlling the game we were, but we weren't creating any guilt-edged chances. And I've seen as that when I've watched this this season, there's been so many games like that, Betfred Cup or Ross County beaters. We, for the first 20 minutes, half an hour, completely controlled the game. I'll be in a Yeti, hit the post, and you know, but we couldn't get we couldn't capitalize on it and ultimately, you know, we, we lose the game. So actually if I if I'm saying for the first 20 minutes I was confident that was ebbing away the longer the match went on because I just, you know, from what I've seen in Celtic this year, if we don't score when we're on top, it's it's there's alarm bells start to ring the way we've been playing this year. So, so yeah, I completely agree with everything you say. The only thing I I, I kind of think was the more the more it went on, where we had the the lion's share of the possession, but weren't really threatening, you know, making clear cut chances. Uh, you know, I was trying to get. I was. I was beginning to get. Um, yeah, I was beginning to get nervous. And okay, but, yeah. but, but, then, but we're sitting here on Thursday morning. You're sitting there, and, and, and strategically, you've got five substitutes to play with. Plus, you've got the yeah. main man Brown, who's your captain, courageous, the greatest football player in Celtic's history, legend, won more trophies than anybody. Seen these games coming and going. Now, at that stage, you look first, just look to solidify. At that stage, also, Mikey, it's 60 minutes, which Neil Lennon likes his subs. Why can't we just bring our block of players? Like, I mean, you, you call time, you say, Lee, are you tired? Then some of the guys in the other podcast are saying, Lee's tired. I'm like, fine. If Lee's tired, then you've got substitutes. You've got strikers. You've got Lucy. Yeah. You've got a jetty, you know what I mean? So, so you could... You can change an entire team with 10 men and still have a pretty good team as long as you keep control of the midfield. And I think Celtic, just take emotion out of it. Like Celtic had control of the midfield with Sorrow in the park. We had control of the midfield. Yeah. That's the key to any game. The defence doesn't yeah. have to change that much. Brown walks in and then you could, you could bring in Taylor. You could say, Taylor, right, you come in, right? change somebody for, I mean you could do all sorts of changes here but it's 62 minutes the game isn't won or lost it's nil nil yeah but, but, yeah it's, it's just it's the, like the, the thing is though right I, I mean you look at this team the evolution of Celtic this season he's he's taken it it's taken him until what early December to actually find a a formation and a starting lineup that works. So I'm then not surprised that if it's taken him that long to figure out who his best team and his best system is, that he's got no plan B. And for these, so I mean that just tells you that there's okay. there is a a very um, you know on the, the the depth of the analysis is in terms of you know how Celtic play, how the opposition plays, just not there. So I. Again, I understand what you're saying there, and he, yeah, you should have a good coach would have all of these scenarios as Brendan Rodgers sort of proved. But he's, I just, for me, all that that game, that and especially that period of the game from the 62nd minute when Beaton gets sent off until 
you know, the kind of 73rd minute where I'm just looking now when he made the, what, or that was his fourth, not his final sub. I mean, that he was he was complete. You could just look at him. He was clueless. He was a rabbit caught in the headlights. He didn't know what he was doing. But, but Mikey, Mikey, we've been on this call for 15 minutes. And apart from me telling you that the kids are tr- troublesome when they get older, that revelation is probably shaking the, the, the world. But for 10 minutes, we've been able to d- decipher pretty much a couple of scenarios. I mean, unless... Unless you're checking for your passport for Dubai, you're, you're, I mean, you're putting your shorts in your bag. I mean, how, how difficult is this stuff? I mean, I know Lennon's come out and said we're all armchair fans and we don't really know what's going on. And, and I understand that. That's great. But for me, as a Celtic fan who wants Celtic to win the league, and we're beating Rangers easily in my head. Okay, I mm. take it. After the second half, things died down. I get that. I get the game died down, we started to slow down. And I understand that we can't control the game for the full. But what we've got is we've got the best strikers on the pitch. We've got we've got a scenario where Beaton gets done and that I mean that we can talk about that as well, but that's just silly. It's just it's silliness that Beaton's even had Celtic Park. It's just silly. It's just silly. I went for a look round for Celtic Reserve defenders, and we actually don't have any defenders really as well. So just, that's just yeah. another bit. I can't get, I can't get caught up in that. Yeah. But the fact is, we've got a club captain on the pitch that can come on and do stuff. And what happens then is like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a, a great scenario. I love the Palace. It's a scenario. The Palace gives me so many scenarios. It's Friday night, back to dancing, right? Friday night's always a bit a sticky night in the Palace. Because it was a sticking out in the palace because it was always the workies it used to be in the oh, Friday night. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was never a worky, I suppose. I'm still not a worky. Sorry, Mum. But uh, what do you call it? The, it's the it's the workies, right? But I'm in the palace and I'm actually doing it myself, right? Because I used to do that a couple of times. A lot. Anyway, so I go to Friday <laughs> night, Friday night about I'd be having it. I'd be on it with myself. I know lots of people in Hamilton, not as many as Dan DeBanny. But I'd be out there having a laugh at a dance, loving it. I'd see there's a few people around there, there's a few guys maybe from Lark Hall that I'd stay away from. There's a few people down there, a few crazy lassies. I want to dance for them, having the time of my life, right? Right? Everything's going smashing. Because in the palace in Hamilton, there's always that little factor that things can go slightly crazy very, very quickly. It's just that yeah. time, it's quite at an edge. Just like a Celtic Rangers game. Now, See, it's a Thursday night then, so Tiger Tim, Tiger Tim's radio cuts out, or Tiger Tim's thing cuts out, right? So there's a there's a lull in the game. There's a lull in the game of me at the Palace, which we all know the, yeah. game, the game is. Uh, and I go to the bar, and I say to the barman, can I get a can of Red Bull and two vodkas or two whiskeys, right? I sit there, nursed a can of Red Bull, two whiskeys, right? Now, Tiger Tim gets his, gets his boombox back up and going, sticks on Tiger feet, and I come back on, boom, boom. <laughs> what do you call it? What's that hot song? I come back on the dancing, right? It's, it's the same, yeah. same football pitch, it's the same dancing. But things have changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm all over the place. I'm about a car crash. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and quite simply, the night that was going really well, I probably had my eye on something. It was something was happening. I've just went to pieces, and I 
And look, I've been there, Mikey, you've been there. And suddenly, it's not the game that you thought you were in. Suddenly, you bumped into somebody, or somebody says something, oh, all hell breaks loose, or you go up to somebody and you just try and talk to them, and you can't speak because your mouth's gummed together. And suddenly, the whole (laughs) game goes to pieces. Now, in 62 minutes, that's what happened to Celtic. We went to the bar, got a cap the Red Bull, got the bodies, both back on the dance floor and we're way loose as you like, bumping into everybody. I mean, Brown, 72. Elhad, 73. Elanousi, 65. Project, 84. Duffy, 65. I mean, what's going on there? There's not even any structure to me reading it no. out. No, no. There's no structure that... to read it out. And, and, and the fact is, right, that Duffy should have not been playing. Duffy should not be at Celtic Park. He is inefficient. He's not effective where he's supposed to be. He is out his depth. Call it as it is and do something about it. He should but, not be there. He should be on the pitch. But Paul, you can you know that there's that there is an inability or an unwillingness to call things as it is at Celtic this season. Because if you were calling things as they were. Lennon would have been out in his ear at the latest after that first old firm game where we didn't register a shot on target. So, yeah, there's, there's just, the whole thing, we just seem, we're so amateur now, that, now as a club, and I think the last few days have proven that. But I don't, just everything about us this season has just, there's been a, I don't know, like a, a casualness about it that, yeah, again, just, is shown through that that game, those substitutes, the the way we've just swanned off to the buyers, just like a shrugging of the shoulders, as if as if they don't get the gravity of the situation. So, it, yeah, that, uh, so none of this, to, none of this, it, 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 it fits with what's happened at Celtic that season. That that game just fits the, the story of what. So, I'm, so what's going on there, mate? So here we go. Here we go. I'm not buying it because the only reason why you have a Celtic man managing a Celtic football club is for the Celtic man to realise that we're 100 points behind Rangers and we've got to do something about it. Alan McGregor wins. Man of the match. That, that, that man. That guy who... I mean, honestly, I'm listening to Michael Stewart and I'm like, oh, McGregor, when he was 12 years old playing in Edinburgh, I just had that thing about him. Alan McGregor won Man of the Match, Goalkeeper of the Year award. The greatest goalie of all time, he's, he's like two days younger than me. He only saved two shots. I know. Two shots? What? And one of them was offside? Yeah. I mean, what? We had not one shot in the second half. A selling man? Like, I don't even see me as a selling man. I love Celtic. I don't see myself as a Celtic man. If I'm standing on that bench, I am going absolutely bananas. We don't register a shot in the second half. McGregor, like, not one Rangers player played well. We've got the highest wage balance scored. We've got the best of everything that's going. And we've got a Selic man managing Selic. And we still can't beat that team. Rangers played, put a guy on, Itten. I-T-T-A-N. Honestly, Mikey, I'm better than him. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I, and nobody in Scotland's seen this they're all looking at themselves and they're like well I mean what is going on 
Your season is going down the Swanee. We've got a Celtic man, 50 years old, seen it all, done it all, He's played for all these teams, made so much money, and in 30 minutes of his whole career, apparently, in front of him, he is unable to get a shot off. With Elanousi's flicky thing. Who was that? We've got, we've got Alan McGregor, who's, who's getting plaudits of your woman Jane and BBC. Oh, let's get back to Alan. Let's get back to Alan McGregor. I mean, what did you see? Is it, is it all is it all touch? Is it all him? You're like, no. Alan McGregor has got a problem with in-swinging balls into him. He's got a problem with low-hanging crosses. He's got a problem with his temperament. If you put him in a 50-50, he will take your legs off and leave you for dead. Eight. Example, Lewis Ferguson, one of his own. Now, what, yeah. what position did we put him in? The front one, instead of just cutting back and putting that, why not just put the ball at, in that wee zone? There's plenty of room and let McGregor come and get it and see what happens. Did we do that once? Christie shooting off into the barn or whatever Christie is. Christie just needs to leave Celtic Park. He is right, delus- he, delusional. He's delusional. He thinks he's a better player than he is, and he's not. He shot and he could have just put the ball in, bent it in, and then we'd have seen that McGregor was world class. Am I, am I, am I seeing something totally different than everybody else and the other football pundits in Scotland? I mean, Alan McGregor is a loose link. We have to, you know, unless, he's, yeah, unless he is as good as Andy Gorham, which he ain't. Anyway. Yeah, that was, that was sick of fancy of uh, the highest order, wasn't it? Um, look, Everything you say about preparing, understanding the opposition is everything that we clearly didn't do before we went there. And, you know, Rangers... Uh, funnily enough, listening to Gerard's interview before the game, which I only caught by mistake, but you know, he, he had a... I mean, he's, he's quite a smug, arrogant guy anyway. But I thought it was pretty interesting the way he just basically deconstructed everything that Celtic would do, could maybe do about Edward playing up front, but he'll, he'll drop left. We know we're play, they're playing with the diamond today. So we've, all of that sort of stuff, you know, he just, I was quite interesting the way he, you know, he basically was just essentially saying, I've got your number. As far as he's concerned, yeah. we've done a research and we know you haven't done your research on us. And, yeah, but hey, listen, still take the point that we were actually controlling the game for a, a large part of the first half. But you know, all of this thing you're, all these things you're saying, I yeah, I agree with, and all it just comes down to a casualness and approach and this massive season from a Celtic man. But ultimately, you know, he's got he's got nothing. He's just got nothing to give. He's got nothing to offer as a coach. You know, he doesn't. What's what his credentials? Selick, man. But he, he's just... He's woefully out of his depth. He doesn't have a clue what he's doing. But yet that first 40 minute or the first 20, 25 minutes of that game shows that actually we've got some a lot of good players that, um, you know, are being criminally uh, underutilised and allowed to perform in such a poor way and it's, it can only come down to him. Yeah. I mean... Maybe Duffy is a good player. Maybe I don't know, but like honestly, like I, I mean, you, you listen, you listened, or you read my ranting texts, which I, I you probably don't because you're just like, oh, Paul's on again. But 
I am a realist and I understand that Celtic never win the Champions League. I'd like them to, I'd like them to win a European trophy, I'd like them to listen to that. And I do understand that sometimes you've got to cut your cloth according to what's going on. I understand that, I understand that we are not in this ideal world that you can pull defenders out of your hat. You're not in an ideal world that you can pull strikers out of your hat. Good if we'd assist them or squat us a system that wasn't uh, just uh, having ex-players and scouts and that. Look, I, I can see that piece of the world. But I cannot abide that Shane Duffy is playing up front for Celtic. I actually, I, I actually, nobody's talked about it. Like, there's, there's no talk. I can't abide us having that as a plan of attack against a Rangers team which don't like playing against Edward, they don't like playing against speed. Their, their goalkeeper doesn't like the ball, so he crosses in. We've got five million players, five million pound players on the bench, but yet. We're in a situation where Duffy's playing. I, I mean, I, I said to everybody, I actually just couldn't see it. I couldn't watch it. He touched the ball once. He handed the ball back to me once. Once. I mean... I, that's, that's I, criminal. That's, that's criminal. I need to confess that I'd turned it off by then. I've got to be honest with you. I just could My heart, I mean, obviously, when Beton gets sent off, I thought, that's it. Those subs... I, 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 honestly, I was just like, I, we are not, you know, he's not a serious manager, he's not a serious coach. I can't watch this anymore. But it's not, <sighs> that's the thing, but it's, it wasn't that. This was his time to shine. Like, he could have done X, Y, and Z differently, easily. And still, he could have kept, I mean, I, I'm after him tons of tactic approaches to You say, Griffiths, you okay, Griffiths, give me five, ten minutes, run, Edward, run, and then you just say, right. Okay, we'll just solidify for ten minutes. Let Rangers come at us, and then we bring on other two strikers, or you bring Greg Taylor on. But you have the, and you just give it freshness. You just go at them. We didn't even, yeah, Mikey. We didn't even go. At them. We're like a hundred points behind in the league. And we didn't even go for the juggle. We didn't. Even, we didn't even go for them. Like it's just Edward keeps coming in, coming, coming to get the ball. There was there was so much room behind them. Just spring a few long balls in the back. See what happens. I mean, but that yeah. See what but happens. That, it might not happen, but see what happens. Nothing happened. Like we did not a one shot and goal the second half. We had nothing. Zero. No. I, unless I missed something. Unless I fell asleep. Which by the way, Rangers had zero zero shots on target. By the way, just to, to just to compound it to make it even more embarrassing.
And I mean, the one thing you could maybe say about Lennon, even at Hibs, you know, he had this sort of, you know, the, the hairbred temper, which obviously, you know, can get him into trouble now and again. But at least you always felt like he had a bit of passion about him, you know. But he's not even got that now. He just kind of, he just sort of, I don't know, he just this meek acceptance of what's happening. He doesn't even seem that bothered about it. If you, oh, yeah. But like, I mean, the Hibs team used to score, they used to, they used to play games, they used to score three goals, four goals. Like, there was a exactly. finesse about it. There was two up front, the ball was moving quickly. Like, the crossing was good and sharply. I mean, front point, the thing is, like, okay, we can dissect the game. Like, Edward, we know Edward likes to get the ball and beat a couple of players. That only works against mediocre players. The minute he started to do his wee dinky dinky, they closed him down. Frimpon done okay in the first half, second half he started doing his wee runny, runny, runny. And as a professional football player, which I ain't, that's the bread and butter. Like, that's wee guys running about doing nothing. Just give him the ball. I mean, that's not great tactical knowledge. That's not great know-how. Know-how of football, that's just what happens. Give him the ball, yeah. let him play away. He's not doing anything. Let him cut in. Let him get out of his position and just put the ball up. They didn't even do that. I mean, a couple of wee bits of quality Rangers they didn't even score. I mean, the goals yeah. are ridiculous goal I mean, you're just like, oh, what's going on? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a wee bit, but obviously Sorry. I've stuck Sorry. my head above the parapet slightly here and said that, you know, if I if I could take one, not even it's not even a positive, but just just almost like a counter argument. Uh, everyone's saying Barkas is terrible. Did you not like a? I didn't really see what he could have done for that goal. Right, as I've already just said, there Rangers had zero shots on target. But I actually thought, see, when you look at him, his distribution was actually really, really good. Like he was just he was punting it out, and it was going right on Edward's toe or on Griffith, you know. So. Anyway, that, that, a slightly off point there, but um, I suppose I suppose what I'm saying is, you know, what 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 you tend to do, and or what people are going to tend to do in a situation like this is they, you know, I mean, you throw the baby out with the bathwater and you say, well, he's rubbish, he's rubbish, get rid of them. But I just think it's all down to the coaches, and I don't think you can make a a sound or balanced judgment on any of these players this season. Like you say, Shane Duffy might actually be an all right player. Listen, he's the fall guy at the moment, but it's not, you know, I, I, I'm reserving judgment until they actually get yeah. a coach of, you know, I, I mean, yeah, of even SPL standard, not European standard. I think before I would judge them because Neil Lennon is asleep at the wheel and it's just ridiculous. It's, it's actually cringe worth it to watch now. Giving him five substitutions has given him five opportunities just to show how bad a, co- a coach he is. That's all he's done. That's all he does with those substitutions. You know, I've got loads of players that I can just throw on. Right, great. Any anyone can do that. You know. The, the other thing is, I mean, look, that I'm getting, I'm gonna get conspiracy theory to all that carry on because that's but in my head, right? In my head, somewhere in my head, is this is all. This is all pre-planned. Like, so I'm listening to Jeez, man, where does that guy get his accent from? Like, even your Stephen Crank got an accent like that. What is he doing? Anyway, Lovenkrantz, at the end of it, gets asked a question on the BBC radio, right? And he says, and this is near enough, he says, look, you can't, I don't let people get the sign of it, but Lennon's made real progress in the last three or four weeks. You can't, 
not say that he's not doing. He's doing well. He's got a team playing and stuff like that. And I, I'm sure that I went through that scenario with somebody in this podcast in November that that was going to happen. He was, in fact, I think it may be you, Mike. He's going to get a few easy games, play the games, yeah. and suddenly, oh, well, he's doing well. Let me be talked about that. Lovenkrantz has seen it on the 2nd or 3rd and 4th of January. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, Lovenkrantz has got lots of skin in the game because he's, like, co-commentator to Rangers TV. He's been asked the question and he's saying, oh, well, he's been doing well. Lovenkrantz knows fine well that Lennon's not been doing well. Yeah. But still, and I'm like, okay, so if that's been parried to the faithful, also, like, in its overtime, as you say, the table's kind of okay, fine. We're a bit behind, but we had a really easy start of the season. It went all wrong. COVID, we've done all that before. But at that stage, two or three good decisions is just showing you if you made two or three good decisions in terms of managerial, then that team, or a good manager, would yeah. beat Rangers out of position now. We might not say we won the league, but we'd have a bit more thing about us with a good, solid manager. So yeah. the question is now, why is that not happening? And is it the case that... And then, after it... So, just to compound it, like, just compound it, it's just afterwards. It's just... It's, it's just mind-boggling how bad this is. Yeah. For a club that's fostered and charitable, you listen to your guy, it's the meals, the Celtic meals, he's a great guy doing all the stuff that the guy was on the the, the compare at the start, now he's the CEO. Celtic are doing great things for charities, they're doing this and that. In the biggest pandemic, we do what? I mean, what, what do we do? It's as if we're cutting our own throats here. I mean, this isn't a sleep at the wheel. This is. I don't know it's, what. I don't know it's, what it's, it's, it's thumbing your nose at. Every Celtic fan, basically, yeah. that I, I don't. I mean, the the only conclusion I can draw is it's like you know when you get a like a, a political party or whatever that's been in power for so long and they just become complacent and they become so removed from reality and forget what they're even there for in the first place, sort of thing. I, I just, is that where Celtic are now? Is that where the Celtic board are? They've just the you know the last nine or ten years they feel. I'm assuming, gives them just the God-given right to just behave in the way they are. Almost like, oh yeah, football in the park, beating Rangers, 10 in a row. But what are you talking about? You've just won four, you know, four trebles in a row. So, you know, can you just blow smoke up my backside for that rather than trying to focus on the future and, you know, try to constantly improve? Ah, that's, that's my... And obviously, you know, that's why they're in Dubai having beers by the by the poolside, as if it doesn't matter. The global pandemic doesn't matter. The result against Rangers doesn't matter. And 10 in a row doesn't matter. They're, they're just... Like, the thing is, right, so you have your meeting on the Thursday. I'll keep going back to this, right? You have your meeting on the Thursday, you talk about who's going to get set off, you talk about your tactic. Then you say, right, guys, quick conversation. That's the buy trip. It's going to be a bit of a nightmare when you beat. Lennon says to everybody, you know I'm not resigning. Right, fine, Lennon. John Kennedy's love. I'm not going to get a job elsewhere anyway, so I'm staying right here. It's the best job ever. And uh, so you say, right, okay, so this Dubai trip could be really good for us, or it could be really bad for us. It could be really good. We could beat Rangers the weekend. This could be the springboard. Boys get out, join themselves, a wee bit off the limelight, blah, blah, blah. But 
we're really leaving the country at a difficult moment. So what I'd be saying to you guys is, again, maybe let's not drink. Maybe just stay away from the poolside. Maybe we just got into the training. We keep it very quiet. Because it's 2021 now. And there are these things, what are they called, Nike? What are they called? I don't know. Camera phones, what are they called? iPhones? <laughs> the new things? Yeah. Yeah. So let's maybe just keep it, keep it on, 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 the, on, the, on the low. Let's just be professional of it. We've already had well, goalie, so maybe just let's just calm the beats. Okay. Again, that only took me three, three, 30 seconds to say. So, but so, why do you think that that? Why are they making all these rookie mistakes then? Well, I mean, you can do you can do you can do you can do a conspiracy theory to say they need Rangers. They want Rangers yeah. to. I mean, we're giving Rangers what? Are we giving Rangers in the, in the Champions League groups? I mean, yeah, they, they are, yeah. They're going to make. They're, they're still in the UEFA Cup. They're in now. They're in because we'll give up in the league, which is another thing that drives me insane. We are a professional football club, a competitive football team. And Celtic Football Club are giving up in the league. But Neil Lennon, oh, Neil Lennon can give up in the league. Why can't? Because he's got to see it for the media. No, 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 no. Celtic Football Club cannot give up in the league. Because they cannot. They just can't. So it's, are you it's saying ridic- that... It's a ridiculous measure. It, you cannot give up in the league. Celtic have to go and win that league. That league is still winnable. They go and win every single game, get rid of the manager, get clear out, and get it on. Like, what, what's the problem with this? Yeah. What, what, what am I not seeing here? So, yeah, I mean, I mean it's, I'll, pl- I'll, it's, pl- it, it, it's plausible in as much as the second place in... in Listen, although we qualify through the Champions route anyway, <laughs> but you know the second place in the Scottish League theoretically can get into the Champions League this year. Disgraceful uh, if they think that, but maybe yeah, maybe that maybe that's where the relaxed nature. Oh, we'll we'll have another shot at the Champions League anyway if we finish second. I don't know. I don't know. I, I tend to I tend to think. You know, for conspiracy theories to work, you need everyone involved to to be smart enough to to keep up the pretense. And I don't think Celtic have got uh, anyone smart enough uh, involved to do that. I just think it's incompetence. Going to Dubai, I mean, I mean, if Jim Trainer, we talked to Jim Trainer. Jim Trainer was still in the Rangers PR just now. He just really, I bet he's just walking about his house tonight, just like making up like. Bad theories that we could just burn them. Do, I mean, do we have a PR? I mean, as much as I used to laugh at Jim Trainer, I mean, presumably we do have a PR team. But was he still on his? Are they still on their Christmas break or something? Or they haven't. No, no. Uh, because I went through their media outlet and we're selling all sorts of stuff. So we we'll fifty yeah. percent off this. We get this and that. I went through. I was trying to find the leaks and it's over time. And I went through the stuff and I, I was just like, I'm being sold to it. Like, I'm being sold to it. I might buy a Celtic pyjamas. What's going on here? Like, I'm being sold to it on the Celtic side, but in no time do you think to yourself, this is a team in crisis. You're like, this is really nice. The website's really shiny. I can look down and see there's a charitable thing. There's a Scott Brown Aberdeen strip. He's selling a, a strip for this and that. Well, that's good. In no time the website, I'm thinking, this club's an absolute 
disaster. The club seems yeah. to be kicking away quite a thing. I'm not saying conspiracy theories. I'm saying it takes one or two people in the club just to say, right, we're not moving on this one. Let's, let's just keep it as it is. Yeah. And, just, and then you let you let the pictures in Dubai. We, we went to a hotel in Dubai, not even a private residence. residence. We went to a hotel in Dubai and people would take pictures of us. Maybe Celtic can afford a private residence. You can afford anything. And I could go and get a private residence just now in Dubai, probably. Because there's tons of residents around. You've got your one parts, like another one, the, the billionaire, she's like living in the, like, that's, like she's living up such and such. You've got all these celebrities now. Celtic Football Club are living in a public hotel taking pictures oh. and walking down the promenade. It just doesn't seem right. Am I, am I over-analyzing it? I but... fell, fell asleep. Um, maybe, maybe this is a dream that I'm having, Mikey, and we're just going to wake up. Am I over-analyzing everything here? I, I, even the fact that he was sitting having a beer with Scott Brown. Like, you know, okay, take out the fact that, you know, there are cameras around. <sighs> I don't know, like, is that, isn't the manager supposed to kind of be separated almost from, I don't know, just even the, the fact that they were having a sort of public beer together while everyone, it just, I don't know, it, again, just felt like that's just so unprofessional, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm th- overthinking it there, but, Mickey, yeah. Mickey, 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 I know. Would, would we have seen the same picture of Brendan Rodgers sitting there having a beer when all the all the other lads are oh, kind of walking about? I, I don't maybe, think maybe I, that's, that's probably would. The Brendan Rodgers was never twenty points behind it after uh, the season. The fact is, Mikey, these guys are earning so much money; they can get their own room. Like, well, they might think he makes his own bar in his house nowadays. Like, you can get your own villa, your own public place. <laughs> like, it's not that difficult. This isn't stuff. If you want to have a few beers. Going up a balcony up in the 75th floor at a Dubai hotel. You, know, you can do all these things. Like, these guys, this is, this is just, honestly, it just, it's not a car crash. Another thing is, it's not a car crash because a car crash is something that you can't predict. This, this is very predictable. It's just weird. Like, 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 another thing is as well, like, if you go to this league, don't let Rangers fans take the total mickeys. <laughs> follow, follow. It's just like they like follow, follow in the first half of the Celtic Rangers game. But absolutely, they're like they're hammering. It's like we're going nuts. I'm watching. Like, yes, happy days, man. They know. They know they're toast. And then we've just given them fodder. We don't need all that excuse to cheer us up. You just get like, we can broadcast, catch a flight home. Like, like, like we've not even touched on the fact that the Scottish government could just close us down. We could be, we could be left in Dubai for six months, Mikey. Sitting there with twenty games to play. <laughs> I mean, how, how is this? Maybe that. Maybe that's the master plan all along. Get get the league. The league gets cold. You know, we forfeit the league because we get stuck in Dubai. I. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe 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 I'm just maybe I'm just too sensible about days. Maybe that's the reason why I keep going back to the palace because that was a renegade era. I'm not sure, but I just don't understand it. Like when, Holy, when Holy Goalie sends out a picture of Dubai yesterday, I, actually, I was, that's I was like cooking, I was doing something, I was just flying through that the wee look, and I just, I just sort of went, 
my kids have this fun, but I don't know where it comes from. But it's uh, some of the movie where it's like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. I come to talk <laughs> to you again. And I just got kind of sat there and I'm looking at it. I was like, what? Like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, like. Yeah. I mean, what's going on? I mean, it's just like. I don't, yeah. It, uh, it is un- unbelievable, but unfortunately. You're very careful, Michael. You, maybe I'm just too naive in the world. I just can't see. Like, we'd, we, we've listened, we've sat there, right? You've always sat in audiences, you've sat there, listened upon listened to ex-Celtic Rangers players saying, once you get beaten a Celtic Rangers game, you can't leave your house for three to four yeah. days. You can't get in the street. You have to send your missus to the bookies, you've got to send your missus out to the supermarket. You just keep your head down, you go to training, you go back, and you can't, you just can't do anything. You can't do it, right? Right? We've had hundreds, there's hundreds of interviews, it's all verbatim, it's the same stuff. Boom, boom, boom. You get the beat by beat, you can have, I could do hundreds of accents for you, you can say, oh, that's such and such. It's McNeil, it's Roy Aiken, it's Danny McGrain, it's anybody you want to talk. Alan, uh, all on the radio, all these guys, right? Like Alan Brazil. We've all said it, McCoy's. Now, we're in Dubai. Like, I know. It doesn't looking look, like we don't give a toss. Oh wait, that's not looking. Um, it's well, not we don't give a toss. It's, it's shown that we don't give a toss. Yeah. Like, like you can't even get into safe ways to get yourself a role because somebody, some wee guys, gonna come and say, "Oh, Tom Boyd, you're a rubbish one, right?" So, like, that's fine. That's acceptable in Scottish society. But Celtics in a pandemic, and we've left the country. Oh, but, oh man, I don't like. It. I don't know what the 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 issue for me is. I don't know what like what's the solution to this. I mean, I, I, the way I see it, I, the Celtic board are basically just goading the fans into saying, "Well, don't renew the season tickets." Now, I mean, you know, that's the only. It's now got so bad and it's went so far that the only kind of thing I can I don't know why why would you do that? Why are you basically saying to the fans, "Don't you know"? don't come next year if you don't like the way it's being run because that's the only thing the fans have got left now. The only thing they can do is not renew their season tickets and then the, I mean, what, and then the Celtic Board Act? I, I don't know. Like the, it's, I, I just can't see the logic of it. I don't understand why, why they're pursuing this unless there are, as some people have hinted, really, really big changes afoot. You know, Law will leave. Maybe Dermot Desmond will relinquish his, his larger share. I don't know. I, I mean, that's maybe that's what it is, and we just we just don't know about it. But you know, that's that's the only thing I can think. If it is that, I'm not saying I understand it, but if it is that, it would explain it. I mean, Lennon's been paid X amount of money. I don't. I I actually just. Can't. I'm just totally bewildered by the whole thing. I just can't. Like it's sickening. The, the yeah. third to fourth of January, we are now in a position where Celtic are based in. But I mean, I listened to your man in the Celtic Underground podcast, and it was okay, it was fine. Like, I listened to it, and then the, the guy said, or Michael, or his name said, "So do you think we can win the Scottish Cup?" And then I just heard that song again. 
Hello Darkness, my old friend. Yeah. I was like, what? I mean, I used to hear that back in 1993. I think we could get the Scottish Cup. Do you think we could go for the Scottish Cup? Like, I used to be excited as a young man for the Scottish Cup. But we've just won every trophy that God sent for the last yeah, four years. No. And now, and at the end of the podcast, I'm like, it's just like a Cochino. It's like a Cochino then. Can they, can they think Celtic came on the Scottish Cup? I'm like, oh, what? What? The Scottish Cup? I mean, I'm just like, I'm just like, George is like, Dad, why are you crying? I'm like, because, son, it's all went wrong. It's all went totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, the wheels have spectacularly come off. <laughs> but again, again, look, it's like, you've got, you're on, you've got, you're on this train. You're on the train, right? And somebody says to you, by the way, 2K down the track, there's no, there's no, there's no railway. There's no rails left there. They've all worn, and there's a 100% probability that your wheels are going to fall off, and it's all going to be <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. And you're like, ah, don't worry, big man, I've got this, because we've done this real way before. You're like, no, 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 honestly, the Stevie G love train is coming, and you're going to fall off. Like, I'm just telling you, everybody can see it. Oh, don't worry, we've got a good train driver, big silly man on the wheel, don't worry. 2K later, oh, 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 <laughs> and he's still got a job. Yeah. He's still got a job. Oh, man, cool. Any more rants to go? Like, no, look, not for me. The one thing is, like, there's a lot of... Scottish Cup. There's a Scottish lot of stuff. Got a Scottish Cup to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I absolutely, you know, I hate this sort of, oh, well, we've been, you know, we've had unprecedented success and all that. And But I do think that is what is making it, you know, like I've been in a bad mood. Jamie first hit, you know, I've been getting out with Jamie since 2012. Okay. And yesterday, whatever day it was, Saturday, I'm in like a real stinker of a mood and really snapping at her and all that. She's like, "What's wrong? I don't, I don't know." You know, and I was like, "Yeah, well, Jamie, this is what happens when you have a football team that that doesn't consistently win." So unfortunately, this might become uh, much more frequent. <laughs> but anyway, the point, the point being, there is a bit of it is heightened because we've we have been used to success for for so long, but. The fact that it's just so blatant and spectacularly going wrong is just so frustrating. So, well, aye, so that we'll, just, we'll end on that one. I'll end on it because uh, I had the same experience. So at 73 minutes when it was all going awry and Scott Brown was fine, Duffy had some guy with a big challenge and gave it the big man stuff. I sort of said, I better pause my life. I better go and speak to the kids because I listen to the kids for like 70 minutes. And as I write, those little people better get that, get the hoover and done or do something because the kids are just out trying to teach them something. Anyway, so Josh, I get the hoover out. Sophie, gaps there. We've got, like, I'm like two cars. I'm trying, I've got two hoovers. Like, how do I get two hoovers? Like, you go upstairs to the, you find over what hoover to go. I like, look, 10 minutes, get it over, get it done. Get it done, get it done, right? So Josh is standing hoovering in one position, right? I'm walking about, I'm just like, I'm like, wee man. Get that over and get shafted. <laughs> anyway, that's the sort of this is sort. Of, anyway, Rachel comes up to me like a couple of hours later and she says, the "Kids said that you lost her temper with got Celtic <laughs> and beat." I was like, <laughs> and I kind of was proud of Josh and Sophie's like that. And it wasn't because Celtic was going to beat Honest Mum, but it just because they were annoying because Josh was just taking the mic with the over. I mean, he was he was going to the he was just 
pace of down, kind of what he was doing. But I didn't lose my temper because of Celtic, but I really liked the fact that they dropped that ball one man. You know I mean, that's like <laughs> Jo- Joshua is the Jeremy Fringpong of vacuum cleaners then just keep on doing the same thing or just give him the vacuum cleaner and let him just I do table we're just going to the table with the vacuum in <laughs> me and my, me and my I can hear Sophie upstairs because basically the, all of the vacuum cleaners the Dyson's the Dyson handheld it's only got a sort of shelf life of X until it stops yeah. so you hear Sophie <laughs> damn it's not working I'm like <laughs> She could succeed. So with Stevie Fields. There's a wee story. This is the last story, right? So we're out about went for a walk. And the paranoia is unbelievable. Just like we met some of my friends. I've got friends over in Dublin. I mean, and uh, it's right beside the park. So they were all playing football with their kids in the Astro. So obviously I jump on with Joshua, Sophie, and Lydia, right? So Josh is quite a good football player now. He's like he's got sort of, sort of a bit of stability about him, a bit of balance. But they call, after 10 minutes, they call last goal as the winner. Right? So I love, see when somebody calls last goal the winner, I'm on it. I don't care. Like, I've been in many football games, I just want to score that last goal. I just want, I want that feeling. Like, I just love it. I love that. So some people call last goal the winner. I don't care if my team's been beating 10-0. I'll score that last goal. I'm just, anyway, get the ball, move. Josh, I pass it through to me. One of the, one of the fathers up front, right? Defender peels off him. Shane Duffy-esque, leaves him free, the back post, Mikey, I had to, I cocked through the ball, out, left, right, drop it around his head, and he's always got to do Mikey's head this ball in the back of the head, I do think there's a goalkeeper now, <laughs> and he heads it like an absolute, <laughs> comes off the side of his head and just goes out, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at him like, like, like I've given, I could have scored myself, but I've given him like, like a pure crying cross right anyway. and then I look around Mikey, and I see me in, in, in female form, Sophie, and I glint her eye and I say, like, you little girl. Sophie gets the ball, beats three players, driving through us. <laughs> and then she just slips it sideways, and the guy goes out and scores the goal. So he's like, there you go, Dad, last goal, the winner. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I've been superseded. <laughs> I'm living in old Irish kind of. So Michael, thank you very much. Thanks everybody for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this because I know you're tired and stuff like that, the kids. And uh, hopefully next week we'll be a bit more upbeat and things will happen, but we'll see when we get some 
Maybe I'll read out some follow follow comments. <laughs> <laughs> that joke about <laughs> you think Bar Castle catch the flight was very funny. It it's was good, It was good. funny. Well, oh, thanks guys for listening to us, and thank you, Mr. Dal, for being here for me with my, my therapy. Thank you so much. I know. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Take care, all the best. Bye, Mikey. Take care. See you. Bye bye. Cheers.